Hello everybody, today my guest is Tracy Stone. Tracy's been making a living as a performer since his lip sync days back at Mount Hood Community College where we met back in the 80s. He graduated from lip syncs and dance contests performing with Romeo and then as the amazing Tracy Stone, he did USO tours in Japan, Guam, Philippines and more. His current band, Design Band, not The Design Band, performs all over the greater Northwest at clubs, casinos, as well as weddings and many private events. We met at Mountain Community College and competed for years in lip syncs and anything else you could think of. I ended up getting a real job and he's been steady performing ever since. I have been jealous in a good way ever since. So sit down, strap in, turn on and turn up this live, not lip synced episode of Tony on the Mic. Actually, it's recorded, but it is recorded live, not lip synced. Our story begins as these stories often do. I can't get Tony. Tony's going to be in my head, y'all, for like the next two years. He's already in my head, but man, this is like, wow. Listen to my story about a man named Jay. When it sat down, I told him, yeah, but I don't lift equipment. I don't do any of that roadie stuff. They were like, oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> That, that was the biggest bomb. They never invited us back. I mean, they flew us there. They hold me accountable for that. I'm like, dude, had no, no choice with that. I mean, dude, I say this with all candor. You are a super likable guy. So even though I wanted to beat you so bad, I never didn't like you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I have to say, that's the most amazing story I ever heard. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you listen to this fine podcast product. My name is Tony Lawrence, and this is Tony on the Mic. Today, I have a very special guest, one of my best friends back in the day, former uh, competitor, now comrade, uh, Tracy Stone. Say hi to the folks, Tracy. What's up, y'all? <laughs> Tracy <laughs> is in Oregon. We're doing this via Zoom. So if the audio sounds a little different, it's not you, it's me. We got a little new thing going. Hopefully we can expand our uh, guest base by doing some more Zoom-based interviews. That way we can get more people on and not have to be in the studio. But there's an open invitation right here in front of everyone for Tracy. Come down, get in the studio, do some stuff, get in the pool afterwards or kick in the pool, and then uh, show you around SeaWorld or something. I got you in San Diego. Got to come down here and check it out. It's a deal. Tracy has been chasing fame for years, ever since uh, ever since I met him. And we'll get into our origin story a little bit. But you were born in, in Umatilla? Show us. Now where, now, where is that? That's kind of by the Kennewick is Tri-Cities area. No, keep going. Is it? <laughs> it's, out, it's, it's in Oregon, right? It's in Oregon, but it's in the sticks. Is Somebody was in the wood. Like, like... Like yeah. Cascade Locks East or Dow's East or just like Gresham East? Like four hours away East. Oh, man. Okay. All right. So you're out. That is a sticks. Yes. I think it's somebody funny. said I, I met with some of the relatives and they were like, yes, yeah, somebody was in the wood pile. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's uh, crazy. You went to Reynolds High School. When did you move to Portland? When did your family move to the Portland area? Actually, I was adopted and I was uh, probably about what? three years. How did I not know that? You didn't know that? Oh, I man. I did not know that. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I was man. about three. Uh, got adopted. And from that point on, I was in the Argy Terrace, which is Park Rose area. Park Rose. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's that's uh, Portland for, for those of you not in the Oregon area. You went to Reynolds High School. Yeah. You were Mr. Popular in high school, I understand. Did a lot of uh, schmoozing, elbow you know rubbing. You know? I was kind of, you know. <laughs> They want to say that nothing about it, but you know, since you went I know. I'll, I'll say it for you. That's my job. <laughs> uh, you were in a band, in a stage band. Sure was. Played what'd trumpet. You play? Trumpet? Trumpet, drums, little bass, but mostly trumpet. Okay. Now, bass? Like, oh, in a stage band? Uh-huh. Well, I marching? was in a regular band, you know, marching band, right. regular band, and then I was in stage band. Okay, because I don't remember a lot of... Uh, stringed instruments but i guess who knows could have no been only, in the, only in the stage band was there. okay all right uh then you uh the legend of tracy stone grew at mount hood community college boy of, did it home of the fighting saints <laughs> and <laughs> now um 
you were pretty popular at Mount Hood, but um, I don't know if you remember this bad boy. See oh. if I can get it in focus here. This is uh, Mr. Mount Hood, 1985. <laughs> uh, overall winner, Tony Lawrence. That was me. <laughs> I remember I was, that good. I wore the sash. I got the calendar, you know, and uh, <laughs> what uh, those are. Those are the days. Um, yeah, let's go back before college, but just talk about your opening. first adopted. Wow. That's a, that's a bombshell. I did not know. Yeah. Um, do you ever search for your birth parents? Do you ever have, do you, my, have you ever given any thought or. Yeah. My wife at the time, she found my dad first and she, I come home. She's like, you're not going to believe this. I found your dad and he sounds just like you, except really? Older. He's a singer. He was a singer in the church what? choir. Blew me away. I was like, what? I mean, that's whoa. crazy. <laughs> Called him up. He was the nicest guy. Found I had like two other stepbrothers and stuff like that. And I'm okay. like, so what was wrong with me? Huh? Right. Seriously, what, what did he say? He said, uh, at the time, we're in Umatilla, because he was in the military. So he's a black guy. She's a white girl. I guess the city commissioner or the police all got together and said, look, if you have this child, you'll have a slit from ear to ear. Oh, snap. It was crazy. I'm like, what? So he had a book out. Mom had wow. the baby. I went to go visit mom. I found her. And I swear I get there. They've got the wife beater shirts on. Oh, no. They've got a big old cleaver and a watermelon. <laughs> I bring my wife, my sister, my kids. But I, I could not eat any food. They had chicken and watermelon. I'm like, is this a setup? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> they had the flags, you know, the, the Confederate flag. Yeah. I'm wow. like, this is definitely a setup. They've been waiting for years to find <laughs> me. So they, could... <laughs> they do sound like uh, one of those Key and Peele wants to do Jordan Peele movies, those scary movies. <laughs> That's what that's all about. It was wow. exactly. They would have had a ball with that one. That's man. Yeah. Never eat watermelon with white people unless he, I mean, other people eat other fruits. <laughs> exactly. Because it was it was right behind me. And there's a big cleaver like this, you know, so I couldn't wow. eat. I was steadily doing this like, oh, you need sneaking up on me. <laughs> <laughs> Holy oh, cow. That was crazy. The, Blew me away. Uh, now, are you still in touch with either of your birth parents or? No, lost no. track with dad. I feel bad because, you know, right when we met, then they started showing up, wanted to show up out of nowhere. I don't know you guys that well. Right, right. So I keep in touch with my stepsister that I met. She's okay. the, we keep in touch every blue moon. I should that's get cool. to reach out a little bit more. We should all reach out to everybody a little bit more. Dude, I mean, that's, that's the lesson of everything right now <laughs> so you reach out to everybody a little bit more all the time exactly uh when in doubt reach out that's right Ooh, i'm gonna get that on a shirt when in doubt reach out Ooh, that's good i'll start selling i'll start selling and uh says it's so funny in your notes it said watching the jackson five on ed sullivan dude two thousand miles away i was doing the exact same thing in chicago <laughs> are you serious <laughs> yes 100 percent. i remember watching and every time they had a little special either cartoon their uh variety show yeah. uh, they were they were on carol burnett once i was watching that i mean yeah. i was i was all about i mean the jackson five from as early as i can remember probably to at least 13 14 years old is probably the single focus of my music world. Everything else, you know, branched off that. But I was, and every time they were on TV, it was a big, and we didn't have VCRs. We didn't have on demand. We didn't have all that stuff. So if they're on it, planted up here, you're home at 8, 755, shutting everybody up so you can go watch it. It's funny because I remember that exactly. So what are the musical influences uh, back in your young, young days? Do you remember? Do you remember any other bands or artists that, that stood out? Everybody, man, I was soaking up everybody. I mean, that Ed Sullivan with the Jacks. I remember I slept downstairs and I snuck to the TV, put it as low as I could so nobody cared. <laughs> it's black and white. I'm pressing on, waiting for the Ed Sullivan. I was like, come on, Jackson 5. Come on, Jackson 5. But I was a, a man. I was a big fan of Tom Jones. 
Okay. Uh, Frank Sinatra, Sammy, the Rat Pack. Wow. Louis Armstrong. I mean, I, I grew up watching everybody. Then I was uh, Lou Rawls, Sly and Family Stone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, who couldn't I like? All the Funksters, yeah. all the R&B. Yeah. Uh, I like the rock and roll because I was in the rock. Across the street was Park Rose. On this side of the street was Reynolds. Okay. So I went to a <laughs> weed smoking. It was predominantly white. I was the only brother in the school for the probably the first. Wow. All right. <laughs> well, growing up, I think was a grade school, then middle school. And then I think once I got to high school, we had about a handful of us. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that in the nicest way. That's not no, everything. It, like, it that's racial. No, it is. It is what that's, it is. Um. That's cool. Then you graduated high school. What year? 82? 83? 82. 82. Yeah, I was 81. You were 81. Okay. Yeah, but we moved. Uh, I was in South Carolina when I graduated. Then we moved to moved back to Oregon because my, my mom lived her whole life in Oregon. And mom and dad split up and that sent us all over the world. And who knows? So we're <laughs> back, back in Oregon and um, went to Mount Hood and like you and many other young wayward youths flushed uh, potential education down the keg. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, did we. What, the we keg, made it look the good, keg. too. Yeah, you know, and it's funny because Mount Hood it was a fighting saints for St. Bernard, not like saints. And then, you know, the mascot had the thing. So the keg was was that. But you're going to tell college kids that a keg is not a keg. The keg is not, you know. So when you have a school-sanctioned place to go called the keg, <laughs> it's not set up for success, you know. <laughs> but Man, you know, it was, a def- it was a defining moment for us because my best memories are from there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I had a lot of great memories, yeah. but yeah, no, I, I get it. It's, a, it's good, I, but. Man, I mean, we played pool and ping pong and cribbage and Uno and jousting. <laughs> Joust. Oh, man. And what was it Dragon Slayer? Was that yeah, one Dragon of them? Dragon Slayer? This bag man was back there, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and it was such a comfortable place that it made it easy not to go to class. Yeah. <laughs> Who was the, did you have the, uh, the drama teacher? I forget his name, but he came and he would know just to come downstairs, get and me, take me back to class. Nice. Embarrassing. Now, did, you know, did you know my brothers or sisters? Yeah. I well, mean, at, co- we, at college? I knew. They were, we, they were a couple years behind you. Yeah. BJ, but, I saw through you every now and then. Right. Especially when we started lip syncing, I started seeing them more. Right. But uh, uh, Valerie. No, it was a number of years later. I okay, think once yeah. we started rolling out, I started seeing them. Or your house parties or get-togethers every now and yeah. then. Yeah, all right. You guys made it look good. I mean, talk about the Jackson 5. It was the Lawrence's 5 or whatever. <laughs> four, four. <laughs> Although well, mom and mom would join in, so that's Yeah, that's fine. what I mean. You got to get mom in there. Oh, man, you guys, what a talent. You guys were Broadway, everything. You took it to another level. I love oh. all the music, but you guys took it to Broadway, and they were just... They took it to another level. Valerie and Abby. Yeah. And and they were Liza Minnelli and whoever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Liza Minnelli and uh, Lady Gaga, like at the Grammys that just happened or Oscars or whatever they were together. Yeah. Yeah, They were, I've always felt like, and, and I say this, I'm without shame or pride or anything. It's, I am the worst singer in our family and, and that's okay. And that's, you know, I'm a pretty good singer, but, my sisters and brother are way better. And again, and I guess being the oldest, I kind of, I don't know, felt like I had to be resp- more responsible and get a full-time job and everything. So <laughs> they're singing and studying musical theater and Ab- uh, Valerie went on tour as a comedian and BJ was singing on a boat and Abby is teaching singing and, co- and drama at college. And, yeah. and it, it took me a while to get back to reignite the flame, but let's talk about the flame. The flame got lit for me at, at Mount hood. And <laughs> I remember the year I'm guessing the year before you got there, they had a, a, a lip sync contest and fall in the spring. 
And in fall, I didn't, I, I didn't know what it was all about. You know, I went and I watched and they had these guys, they did Devo whip it is who won. And they wore little pots on their heads and the suits and everything. And I'm like, this is pretty cool. I think I can do that. So the next semester we decided to get into it. I don't remember what we did. We did just some kind of straight performance, you know, like a, a band singing a song, you know, we're just out playing the instruments and singing a song. And the next semester um, I think that's when you got there and, and I saw, I saw you guys was thriller your first one. No, Barquets maybe Do you remember your first one, but actually you, my first one might've been with the Devo one and then uh, the romantics. Oh yeah. What I like about you. Okay. I, yeah, did, I remember I, the, I you did were in that one. You. I did rock <laughs> with you. Really? <laughs> I did something in that one too. I don't even, I don't even remember what I did, but I remember. Yeah. I don't remember you. I don't think at all. Yeah, I don't remember you either. <laughs> because I, I was in such a shock to be out there. Yeah. And I, everybody said, you did great, but you never held the microphone up to your face. <laughs> I was doing yeah. my moves, but I was, the mic's out here. Right, right. Well, and then I, I remember the next, the next one, the next time that I remember anyway, I saw you guys practicing in, in the, in a gym that had like a little aerobics dance room or whatever. Yep. yep. I'm like, uh oh, they're they're practicing. We better <laughs> practice. <laughs> and so we started we started adding more and more stuff to the to the show. We started adding, yeah. you know, like we went doubling down to Georgia and we did flames yeah. and you know stuff like that. And we did uh grease lightning, yeah. you know, from Greece. We had a little car, push the car out and all that stuff. And then you guys did. Uh, I remember she talks me, talks me with her body. Was that one yep, of them? That's Barquet. And then uh, Thriller. Yeah, Thriller was a big one. Thriller was the one that kind of changed, changed the landscape. You know, like Michael Jackson changed music videos. You guys changed lip syncs. You guys took it to a whole nother level. So then we had to turn <laughs> it up. <laughs> and that's and and that's to me when it started. And I and I just remember so many times saying, "Damn it, Tracy." You know, <laughs> when I would see you doing something or I'd see you practicing or I'd see you doing stuff, it was never, I mean, dude, I say this with all candor, you are a super likable guy. So even though I wanted to beat you so bad, I never didn't like you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I wanted to win. I wanted us to be friends, but I wanted to win. And, <laughs> and you made it hard. I, I don't know. We we're like bird magic back in the day. Split. Oh, that's back a and good forth. analogy. Yeah. 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 That's it. Uh, and, and it just went crazy. Then, you know, it's funny. Another one of your notes, it says, you know, if he was Prince or was I Prince, was I the time or was he time and things like that when, at Ozell at the dance. And we would, we would be dancing and, and essentially lip syncing without the microphones and doing everything. And it was it was like that. And I I don't know how conscious you were of it, but I was always with side eye, you know, going, Tracy, all right, I see him. All right, you gonna do that? All right, well, I'm gonna do this. Oh, you gonna do that? Well, I'm gonna do this. <laughs> and and I always had it in the back of my head. And then I don't I don't think we ever man, I feel bad for the girl if this is true. I don't think we ever like like the same girls or anything and ended up, <laughs> you know what I mean, with like a fighting yeah. over a girl. No, um, I don't. back in the day, we had a lot of affection to share, and <laughs> the idea that there was no overlap was uh, was was good because obviously it, it never really created any tension with us. That was in the eighties, and then you you moved on. Uh, now you joined Design Band in ninety six. Mm-hmm. So it's about 10 years between. What were you doing in those 10 years? I think I was entertaining doing the lip syncs for a long oh, yeah, time. Yeah, I remember that after college we did something. Then I moved away because I got yeah, a job. You, Chico. Was it Chico? Yeah, Chico. Oh, yeah. And then you came down and we did a couple shows in Chico. Heck, yeah. That was 86, 87, somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that was a yeah. ball. So I did a little bit of stuff like that everywhere and. That's all I did for a while. I, just, I was being called. I was putting on like AM Northwest and little wow. shows. Hey, if I can find it, I've got that barquet with you also with the um, Dude, dig Never that Went up. Down to Georgia. Yeah, dig that up, man. 
if I could find it, man, that would that be was, awesome. I watched that for years. <laughs> but yeah, 96, I think I had, I'd got a, I joined a band. Oh, I was in Romeo. That's what I oh, was. Oh, that's right. Romeo. Oh, man, if the guys see this and I said that, <laughs> what? You forgot? <laughs> we yeah, went I, around. I was there 30 years ago. All right. So yeah. I'm going to yeah. give you a little bit of a pass. <laughs> We were doing USO tours and <clears throat> like Japan, Philippines, Guam. Uh, that was a ball. Um, we did that for a number of years. And then I got away from the business because some things got unethical from what they were doing. I didn't want to be associated. Took some time off. Found one of my old uh, agents. I was working at Sunglass Hut. Selling sunglasses. I Sunglass Hut. I remember that. <laughs> wow. Man, we know some stuff. Now, were you working with was wasn't Steve working out of Sunglass Hut too? Steve Hines got him the job. He got okay. in there, became manager. I was like, I want none of that manager stuff. I just want right. to sell because I could sell. Yeah, I thought I could make as much money as a manager anyway. Right, but right. got him on there, and we had a ball. And then uh, my yeah. agent comes walking by, who I hadn't seen in years, and he's like, "Hey, man, you still interested?" I'm like, "Look, dude." <laughs> This business is so fickle. If you find the right people, right. and he did, called me back like two weeks ahead, got these guys, went and sat down, I told him, yeah, but I don't lift equipment. I don't do any of that roadie stuff. They were like, oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that the most. I was like, I'm not lifting no more equipment. Right. And, and they said, and well, we've yeah. Been, we've been together ever since. Wow. That's uh, 96, 25, 20, 26 years. That's yeah. a pretty that's a pretty good run. Now, wasn't there the amazing Tracy Stone or something like that? What was that, <laughs> that just, just how quickly we forget? I forgot yeah, Romeo, right. forgot the amazing <laughs> and I saw something I, recently with Tracy Stone Trio, and now it's you and Manny yeah. and Yeah, because yeah. they don't pay the same for uh like it's a they cut out the big stage because of the mask and all that stuff. Right, right. So we're doing these little rooms like the Michael Jordan room. They got the steakhouse. They got okay. a seafood room. So you're eating more. You're playing in the restaurant. Right. It's like playing in your back corner there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Or, or yeah. Or the casino. When you play in sometimes in the casino and you got four people watching, everybody else is just gambling and everything. I've done that. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's a bruise to the ego. Like it's coming. It is. To this. Right. <laughs> it is. You're like, I'm working here. I'm working up here. But, you know, they tip pretty well in those places. So I'm like, OK, I guess okay. I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. You got the versatility to do it. OK, so um, now let's let's uh, let's go back to. I, I read this four times before before I actually read it because I was kind of skimming it to make a script. Now, you got married after dating for six weeks. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and you got divorced last week. <laughs> yeah. That's another bombshell that just fell out of space. I'm like, I, didn't, I, I mean, the adoption fell out of space in this interview. The I'm reading the page, and honestly, I was okay. Married, walking on a beach, proposed, six weeks, kids, blah blah. Okay, okay, married. Yeah, she said, yeah. But wait, divorce? I mean, I don't want to get into the details, but you all right? I mean, how's how's the adjustment to single life again? We've been separated probably for like, I lost track, but. Probably 12, 15 years, something like that. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so it wasn't something that's new, but it was like ripping the scabs open again. Yeah. yeah. Like I was, I'm a hopeless romantic. You are. And in, the, in the vows, you know, I'm like, you were old school. I was like, look, we went over this. I made sure we went to counseling and had talks with the pastor and stuff. But hey, when you say for better, for worse, sickness, health, death to us part, what do you feel about that? Cause yeah. that's like a contract. It is a contract. Yeah. Yeah. So I, she was dealing with bipolar and depression, a lot yeah. of different stuff. And that's tough. So all the doctors I had talked to, they said, yeah, they make life decisions that are going to blow your mind. And it did, but I was still hoping. So I waited and um, right. it just didn't come out in the end like I wanted, but I was waiting there to the end. I remember one thing she said when she was uh, finally, it was over. I, she was like, I'm a hot mess. And that's like, oh, yeah, but you're my hot mess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got you to gotta 
I just don't find people fighting for the relationships like we used to. And yes, that's true. And actually, that's good advice because we can all we can all fight for our relationships a little more. Um, yeah, in, in that, I found that, you know, for fighting for the kids or what you stand for in your beliefs, your job, whatever it is, uh, yeah. there's a hunger to do it. And there's man, you have such a passion, like you don't have to go crazy. Right. But diplomatically, right. this is hey. But I love her. We still talk. We're still great friends. Good. Talk good. That's good. Now, you had a kid, if I'm not mistaken, on July 20th, 2001. Oh, man, you were good. <laughs> you know how? Huh? Because I had a kid that same day. I think I, oh, I forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> oh, that you man. We had, a kid, we had a kid on the same day. I had yeah, I Richie, Richie, my youngest. Yeah, Richie. Yeah. He's working at... um. Dirty birds and going to San Diego State, but he's he was born. Yeah, he was born on the same day. Now, was your daughter born on that day? Who was My daughter born was born on the twenty the twentieth. Right. So it was uh, Faith is the twentieth and Trace is the twenty fourth. Oh, same so, month. Same Both month. babies. Both. Right. And grandma's the twenty fifth. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's uh. Well, it's funny because my brother is the seventh. My sister Abby is the sixteenth. Um. Of July. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a it's a fertile month for our for our history. <laughs> and um, all right. Well, before we get into the next phase of your journey, we're going to take a little commercial break here. Um, so, guys, I'm talking with Tracy Stone, the amazing Tracy Stone, the Tracy Stone, the Tracy Stone trio, Tracy Stone, a design band, not the design band, just design <laughs> band. We straightened that out last time. Yeah. And uh, like I said, long time friend and someone I've admired for a long time, both for his skills and ability and and just general personness but that he continued to chase that dream well i abandoned mine for a while and then had to circle back to it later so we're gonna be back finish this conversation with tracy stone soon and we are back my guest today tracy stone <laughs> uh i i just re reconnect it's funny i reconnect with you every so often and every time it's energizing you know every time it's, it gets me going it's motivated i remember seeing you guys when you weren't going to handle any equipment and it was at that wedding downtown <laughs> and we hung out for about an hour and a half while I helped load, like we all loaded equipment and we held, hung out another hour and a half in the rain, just outside talking, just catching up. And I got to tell you, those conversations center me, man. They make me feel, you know, okay, this is what I should be doing. And it always kind of just brings it into focus and reminds me of that. And the last time, at, well, at that wedding, it was funny because you said, hey, Tony Lord, hey, come on up and sing. And you played uh, 24 Karat Magic by Bruno Mars, which was fairly new at the time. Yeah. And I barely knew it. And I'm like trying to shake you off like, no, I, I don't. You know, and I'm like, I'm running the mouth. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then you played, uh, I want to say Brick House, maybe it was some old school classic song. I'm like, All right. I'm in now. Here, hand me, you know, this one I know. Give me the, give me the <laughs> mic. This one I can do. And then last time we were at Arrivederci's, Arrivederci's, yeah. the bougie Arrivederci's, which wasn't bougie at all. It was actually a really nice place. Well, first the joke was girls and boys. And then you played that and that was fun. And dude, I had the camera going. Did I tell you this story? Yeah. I set it up, gave it to Mickey and came back and I never hit play, I never hit record. <laughs> so it was just sitting there and I'm like, oh, now we got a snippet of it from somebody else. But Mickey recorded a bunch of stuff that night. So I'm editing some highlights of you and, and I can tell you, man, you got some really good range. I was, I was impressed with your Louis Armstrong and, uh, uh, smoking out the window and, oh, uh, yeah. you know, all those other things. And it was, it was really impressive. And, and the impromptu rappers delight, which I think we did together. Me, you and Ozell as a lip sync back in the day, oh, right? All the time. That was yeah, the and, and you were always killing it. It was, <laughs> and when that came on, it was funny because I just started singing it, and it's amazing. Like, I, I haven't practiced that song, and I've never, I don't think I've practiced that song since the 80s <laughs> when we were practicing that song. But as soon as somebody plays it, it's all of a sudden, whoop, that little robot clicks in, you know, every word. <laughs> <laughs> and I end up doing like 20 minute versions of it at clubs <laughs> and whatnot. Yeah. But um, how do you guys how do you guys pick your songs? What uh, is it a collaboration? Are you in charge? Are they in charge? How does I mean, what? Because you guys have a broad selection of music. I was there was a crazy range of, of types of music. How do you how do you guys pick your songs? 
Yeah, mainly uh, we let Manny control that because okay. we have a uh, he's got a, a set. We don't go by a set list, right? But we kind of know how it's it's an older crowd or it's a forties fifties crowd or it's a, right. It's everybody. So yeah. we range anywhere from the twenties till now and every genre: jazz, yeah. blues, funk, rock, old rock, acid rock. I mean anything. <laughs> and they yeah, say well, country. Gotta- I'm like, what part of the country are you want? <laughs> see country songs we did uh thank god i'm a country boy because that's easy let's see we did another couple country songs i don't remember but oh uh what's the one that says um don't give me no lies and keep your hands to yourself yeah yeah then you had i'm gonna say three ish years ago you can correct me a little health scare yeah yeah that was crazy out of the blue what was it do you remember what year that was yeah, it was pre-COVID, uh, right? So it had to be right before COVID. Is, okay, uh, I got in December twenty-second. I remember that. Okay, and I just started just being thrown up, diarrhea. I was at the gig at the Waverly. I remember out of the one place they could put us, they put us in this one room. It has a back door outside. Man, I was in and out that door off the stage. I'd be like, girls and boys, then go. Bleh. Had the security walking by me. I'm like, dude, I'm in the band, but I'm not drinking. It's just <laughs> you can, re- yeah, you can reboot. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I just remember laying on the couch, and my buddy Steve was like, "Man, you probably need to go to the hospital." I couldn't move; I was so lethargic. I couldn't tear down. I was just laying back there for a couple hours. Went home. No, so you didn't there. have to tear. You didn't have to tear down that night. No, I couldn't. Did you learn? Did you learn anything? I learned. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to make light of it. It was a pretty big deal. I don't want to make light of it. No, go on, go I, on. You got to make light of it, man. That was because I'm here. You know, I'm okay, here right yeah, now. Right. You made it. So. And I was laying in bed and I just remember it felt like a week I was there, but I could not pick my face off the bed. But my niece was living with me. Who's like my daughter. She is. I call her my daughter. So if you see this, you're my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and I, all I could do is I finally pick my head and I use the voice thing. Take me to the hospital. I'm, you know, us men, we don't want to go for nothing. Right, right. Well, this one, I was like, I better go. Yeah. <laughs> so she comes in maybe an hour or two later, took me in, get to the hospital. <clears throat> they're like, are you a diabetic? I'm like, no. Why? No. Nope. And yeah. they're like, your A1C is a 12. And if anybody knows what that is, it should be like four or five. And my blood pressure was like off the charts. My blood sugars were at 500. I mean, I was, I was walking dead. Yeah. So being a conspiracy theorist, sometimes I'm like, I hear what you're saying. The girl was fine. The nurse was telling me, I was like, man, you're kind of (laughs) cute. But I'm like, yeah, I hear what you say. I'll go get the second opinion. She kind of looks at me weird. Two minutes later, here comes a scrungy doctor, man. Looks like one of the guys from grizzly adams or something man he looked <laughs> rough so he comes up and he's he's got the snarl on his face he goes so you want a second opinion huh and i'm like jeez dude lighten up and he's like if you didn't come in when you did you'd be dead if you go home and think about it you'll be dead so we're doing going to surgery i'm like well since you put it like that oh, oh yeah okay right <laughs> so, so that's I, second, I opinion. Like, second opinion taken <laughs> so i go do we do we need to go home and think about this like uh, you know set up a schedule he goes we leave here in about 20 minutes. I'm like, oh. wow. So my gallbladder was dead. He said it was like soup. Oh. I don't know how that happens. Oh, and man. so I knew I'd read about diabetics. So you could reverse diabetes too. So yeah. I went straight keto, went intermittent fasting, which is where you fast for 12, 16, 18. I'm usually like 18, 20 hours. Wow. My n- numbers went like that back to normal. Took me about a, a month because my eyes i thought oh this is it i'm they had to carry me everywhere and when i get up in the house rehabilitating men i'd have to lean on walls or if people around they'd hold me we went to the grotto see the light show but they're holding me i was like oh man it's coming this, this. this is not life but i found out my blood sugars are just trying to fight they said it was living at 300 for like maybe years and it should be like you know 70s 80s 90s right so after I got done from that, I was at the eye doctor and she says, man, your numbers look great. You must be having a lot of dizzy spells. I'm like, is that what that is? <laughs> That's good to have an answer. It is because I thought 
oh, this is the way it's going to be. Yeah. You know, and I see how a different person's state of mind, I can see how they probably think about suicide or people that give up. But yeah. I'm going I'm to in it to win it no matter what. Right. In all categories. That's how the wife thing happened. That's how I do in life. And I just preach. If any of you are watching right now, this man, what he's saying about me, I say about him. The love is, oh, it's <laughs> off the charts. This man is in, incredible. Just That's not even a good word. I need to go higher. <laughs> Tony could give me him. He's great at words. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you about me. I am so... <laughs> Often imitated, never duplicated. Right. The one and only. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, ten being perfect post- diabetes gallbladder incident perfect diet and one being pre popeye's chicken whatever <laughs> whatever diet where, where do you stand on a daily basis now oh i'm a probably an eight to nine a lot oh, of times wow. ten all right i keep my uh keep my meals probably the same i'm all i'm actually a, probably a carnivore slightly keto now so it's a lot of Meat, fish, chicken, eggs, cheese, stuff like that. Okay. Um, other people that don't understand that, even the doctors, they think you are high as a kite. What is wrong with you? No, you go to your cholesterol. Learned a whole bunch of stuff. Cholesterol is not the issue. So, have you had your cholesterol know? tested? Yeah. Oh, I had it. All. Okay. What do you call it? Um, I can't think right now. I'm so happy being with you. <laughs> <laughs> but all the numbers that are concerning are normal. So okay. my blood sugar, blood pressure, uh, HDL. Yeah, HDL is is good. That's the A1C. Your triglycerides. Triglycerides. There we go. I just had that. Yep, just had that looked at. How'd you do? I did good. I was, dude. You again? You helped me again because when you were dying, <laughs> I better check some stuff because <laughs> we're I'm pre diabetic still by just. Uh, and I, it's genetic, you know, and, and then we did a 23 and me and it came out predisposed, you know, predisposed to diabetes. I'm like, really? Because everybody in my family has diabetes you know? <laughs> and, right, and so right. and my numbers were creeping up. So I, I'm I'm probably a six, maybe a seven in my diet, but exercise and, and just uh, doing good. So everything everything's in in good places now. Cause I don't, I didn't want to, you know, I, I was having a lot of the same A1C issues, triglycerides issues, blood pressure issues. And you know, every day try and make it a little better, you know, every day try yeah. and do a little more, I guess I'll call it the moderation diet. You know, it's like I'll buy a pint of ice cream and that'll be like three or four desserts. You know, I can eat a little bit of it and put it away right. instead of before it didn't matter a pint, a quart, a gallon. If I opened it, I'm finishing it. It's gone. That's, yeah. <laughs> it was excessive. Even yeah. my boys now, I meet, not to interrupt you, but they saw me go through the transition. They were like, man, we're quitting too. So Good. they were trying to quit the soft drinks. But I, yep. So we would always get off work and we'd say, hey, you know, what you eating tonight? And it would be the ice nice. cream, the tub, or right. bean and bacon soup, crackers, soup, who knows what. <laughs> but I'm, afterwards, I was like, would you eat drink eat this can of chili and he's like of course we did it all the time i'm like dude there's two to three servings and you're right. knocking out the can right. so the right. sugars the added sugars the carbs and they're all going back to normal but yeah. you can before the exercise if you just do your diet and fasting the fasting yeah. is probably the biggest your numbers will go down like that whether you yeah. if hereditary or not i'm yeah. I'm, a, I'm like a doctor now okay all right dr <laughs> stone <laughs> I'm searching daily. Wait, and now hold on. That's another thing. From the beginning, you got the coolest freaking name, man. Tracy Stone. It's just such a cool name. And I'm like, man, I hate my name. I'm going to change my name. <laughs> so, Dr. Stone, uh, if you ever want to do a seminar on how to lower your A1C numbers, then. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about doing it. I'm, I'm seriously studying all that stuff. Speaking of. Because Tony was a radio guy at Mount Hood Community College. Yeah. There was another dude. I forget his name. He was a tall guy. But he comes to me one day and he's like, dude, I know you're not going to be in the radio. So can I use your name? I was like, really? I said, man, go ahead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he never did it, but he really, he was, he was barking at me hard about it. No, that, that's, that's a good name. Thank that's you, good brother. Name. This now, man is so good. Let me go. Let me go back. We know each other a long time, so I'm gonna take some levity here. But 
like when you were adopted, was your birth name Tracy Stone or did your new parents name you Tracy Stone? And then you had to try and forget your old name, like Kunta Kinte. And then Ruth Toby. <laughs> My name is Toby. Toby. My name is Toby. <laughs> Ain't chopping off nothing here. <laughs> yeah, Toby. Toby, whatever you say. Change well, is it, wrong for a brother fiddler. Who is? <laughs> Uh, I hope most of my audience is old enough to get these references. We'll have to see. Tony on the mic or Tony on the mic productions does not think that slavery is funny or that roots was funny. It was an impactful part of our childhood and something we've learned to joke about after watching it in real time in the seventies and joking about it in the eighties. It is absolutely not fodder for humor in the general sphere. So who named you Tracy Stone? Is Stone the adopted name? Stone is the adopted name. Tracy, okay. I think, came with me. Okay. Because they knew me when I went back to uh, the hatchery. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> they were so loving, though. They told us stories that were amazing. But I, at that time, you couldn't mix Jungle Fever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. All right, let's talk about your your career do you remember any times where you just absolutely bombed had a terrible show and just couldn't recover for whatever reason couldn't get the audience back and if you say no i'm gonna drive up there right now and smack you in the face and go liar <laughs> <laughs> i remember george burns saying this he goes they were like uh are you afraid of dying he goes Oh, shoot. I died in 72 at the Palladium. I did <laughs> 84, 80. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, there was, there's been a few bombs. I mean, I'm in it to win it. I'm going to, I always tell everybody, I'm going to educate you. You don't know the music I'm doing and you don't right. like it. Right. You better recognize I've had a few bombs. There was one in particular. We had went up to um, Jacksonville. Our guitar couldn't come. So we got a new guy. I get up there. I'm drinking some aloe vera. I didn't know about it. It's good. It's tasty. It's got pulp in there. It's supposed to be a healthy drink. You're just I'm not like, supposed to drink very much of it, though. Ooh. So I'm in there eating at the table before the gig with the band. I'm drinking. <clears throat> Stomach's feeling really weird. I'm like, God, hey, you know, I better drink some more. Then you make this go down. <laughs> I'm knocking this thing out. I had like a half a gallon of it. Oh, oh man. Word. I had... The stomach, I don't even know what to call it, man. It was a catastrophe of a volcano just erupting on stage. And I thought, I remember looking at man and going, I'm going to turn myself. <laughs> right here on the spot. I'm like, I got to go. He's like, no, you got to sing. I'm like, I can't finish this next verse. Right. I headed to the bathroom, man. I remember a guy in the restroom, the door's closed, but he's like, dude, do you need me to call you an ambulance? I'm like, just shut the <laughs> I was Get Will out. Smith. Get out. I was like, Will Smith. I was like, keep my wife's name. <laughs> that, oh. that was the biggest bomb. They never invited us back. I mean, they flew us there. I drove the van, but right. oh, they hold me accountable for that. I'm like, dude, had no, no choice with that. Right. Right. Wow. Biggest flop, biggest flop ever. Yeah. I just had uh, you got to listen to the next. I'm going to drop a podcast tonight. And I just had my biggest gap last about a week ago. Uh, dude, I'll give you the short, version. Uh, short version of the story is it was a 90 year old's birthday, nine year old war hero, uh, bunch of people. And then it was at the yacht club. So I'm already assuming everybody there hates me. You know, they're looking down on me going, what are you doing? What are you doing at the yacht club, lovey? And and his name is Ralph. And I called him Bob by mistake in the planning session early. And then, and then that was the end. So, but I thought it'd be funny. Like when I'm talking about the introduction to the crowd, Hey, thanks for joining us to Bob's birthday party. And everybody goes, Bob, 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 ain't that a bitch? I said, I'm just kidding. I was talking to his wife. It's an inside joke. And, and, and Ralph is laughing. His wife's laughing, you know, cause they know I'm like Jada around. and Will. What's that? Yeah, like Jada and Will. Then I called him Ralph or I call him Bob 17 more times. And I just couldn't get it out of my head. I'm writing on my, cause I had a script. I'm writing Ralph in giant letters. I know the guy's Ralph. I've known him for 10, 20 years. 
and I couldn't get it out of my head. And and so and I couldn't see the crowd because I was like way away sequestered. So I couldn't like play with them or anything because that's my strength. My strength is give me a microphone and eye contact and I'm good to go. Right. And I, I didn't have any eye contact. And these people, it was a yacht club <laughs> and they were nice. They were cool. There was no problem. But in my head, you know, they're looking down on me going, who's who's this guy? You know, <laughs> but I got I got a couple weddings coming up. Get back on that horse and get get straight because that's not the taste I want to leave in my mouth. You uh, know, you mentioning that I've had a few that were similar. I couldn't get the name. Yeah. I don't know why, but and the band is just if you see my band on the drummer in the background, man, he's just like and they can hear him. He's like, that's not the freaking name. You know, I'm like, dude, dude this, right? You're this not helping right now. <laughs> You're not helping. Yikes. All right. Hey, we're going to take one more commercial break. I'm going to put in a sponsor information here. And then we're going to come back for a short final segment. We're going to learn what you would do if faced with mortal death in the electric chair. Find out how you would go out. We're also going to do a little this or that. I'm going to ask you some questions, have you choose some different things, give your favorite memories and favorite thoughts. And uh, that will wrap up this incredible conversation with the amazing Tracy Stone. Sit tight, folks. We'll be right back. We are back. Final segment here with Tracy Stone. This is all personal Tracy Stone's opinions and thoughts on the world and different stuff you'll see above first. I should show you, and hopefully the camera can pick it up because I just noticed it out of the corner of my eye. You recognize that? Right off the bat, I saw that. I was like, oh, my goodness, he's representing. And you got it framed. Oh, yeah. It's funny because I was doing something, and I was talking to somebody about framing and picture because getting prints now is not as easy as it used to be because back, you know, you go to a photo mat, you go to water, you go whatever, and you take in film. Kids film. Well, never mind. But... (laughs) Because now, you know, everything's digital. So I had to have it digitized. And I, it's funny because I just found it in a drawer. And I, and I found the negative. I didn't, you know, I have, I, have a, I have a picture, I think, somewhere. But I found the negative, just a single negative in a drawer. I look at it, hold it to the light, and go, <gasps> you know. <laughs> so I had to convert it to a digital image. And then they printed it. That was back in the day. I'm, if I can, I'm going to edit the picture in here so they get a good look at it. And, yeah. uh, and see, because that's, that's a classic picture. And somehow... You managed to make your way front and center, <laughs> even though I was the lead singer in that particular act. <laughs> you can tell the look. This black bastard's in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So first, we're going to do a little this or that. And uh, you're going to make some choices. Give me the first thing that comes to your head, but then give me a little why. First, this or that. Cue the music. Ready on the right. Barry White versus Luther Vandross. Luther. Give me something. <laughs> Luther was just smooth. Barry with the voice, man. I, I use my Barry White voice all the time. To call oh, I know. God. But Luther had that disappeal. He drew the everybody in just like an awe. Barry, yeah. he was entertaining. He was great, everybody. But Luther, he, he was like that Michael Jordan versus the other guys. Yeah. He just commanded so, respect. And and just so you know, and everybody knows, it's not anti Barry White when you pick right. something. You know, if I say sausage or pepperoni, and you say sausage, it's not anti pepperoni. <laughs> it's just pro sausage. Exactly. So, Love Barry. Right. Everything so, about uh, Barry. Talk to me with her body versus sexomatic versus hit and run. Ooh, ooh. Well, I got to be uh, talk to me with her body. Now, she is it a good, better song or just better memories because of your act? I think it's the memories of the act. Yeah. And I never really heard that. I heard everything else. Like Sexomatic was my song. Yeah, Sexomatic was the jam. But when we found that one, she talks to me and then we did it. And plus I was competing with you. Right. I just brings back memories to this day. It doesn't even matter. It's not even a bar case. It's like it's Tony and I at Mountain Hood Community College. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Michael Jackson versus Jackson Five. Oh. Man, that's that's too tough. Cause I I was influenced like you. It was everything was Jackson Five, and that's what got us going. But yeah. Michael took it to the oh insanity level. Yeah, I mean, global phenomenon. I mean, from Jackson Five all the way up to uh, Enjoy Yourself and all that. 
Still yeah. the vintage stuff. But then shake he your just body like, down to the ground. Oh, shake your body. Everything. <laughs> he um, blaming on a boogie. Blaming on the boogie. Oh, we do them song. I should do that next time you're here. Oh heck blame yeah. Him. Oh man. Yeah. Um. Ooh, that's a tough one. I was gotta give so me an answer. You can change your answer later, but you gotta give me an answer. You know what? I'm gonna set the record. I'm gonna change it. I'm going okay. with old school. I'm going with Michael and the Jackson Five. All Not right. Michael and the Jackson Five, but the Jackson I, Five. I got you. Everybody knows the later Mike. Everybody knows Jackson right. Five too. But man, if they right. knew what it changed, it changed us. Dude, I, when I heard Dance Machine for the first time, ooh. and ooh. you know, yeah, <laughs> that's like, ooh. <laughs> You know, and that's how, yeah, because you're already in love with the love you save and ABC and I want you back and yeah. maybe tomorrow and, you know, looking through the window. I mean, you can go on for days. You remember getting it together? I, yeah. Oh, or leave it alone. <laughs> or leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's see. How about Eddie Murphy versus Chris Rock? I've always been more of an Eddie fan. I didn't jump on Chris until probably the later years. Just, oh, I, Looking back, I enjoy all his stuff. Yeah. Because, but I didn't like in the beginning. I don't know why. It was just something uh, just didn't set. I don't, yeah, there's, there's a bunch of people like that. I didn't like him, couldn't stand him. 10, 15, 20 years later, love him. Yeah. Like yeah. I love Chris now. Um, but I watch how they set up all their professionalism, the business side, what yeah. they had to go through, like I had to go through through a marriage or who knows the times or whatever it may be. Right. So Chris, I'm watching his professional. Like when he got slapped, I don't know all about that, but I do know I watched him before and after, but I've been watching him for years like that. And the way yeah. he uh, just gears up, he's like you to me. He's, he's a student of the game in every aspect. So I'm like, wow. Oh. Didn't know that about you, dude. Got kudos for you now. Yeah. Well, and honestly, I don't know how he could have possibly handled that situation better. Right. You know, there's, there's, I don't no know how way. he could have handled it better. Well, make know. sure you li- make sure you listen to the podcast episode about the slap. Cause we did one about the Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy's or uh, Eddie Murphy, Chris. Rock. <laughs> get it out your head, slap. It's in my head, <laughs> but there's another episode. So there's plenty of episodes for you to listen to uh, jeopardy versus wheel of fortune. Wheel of fortune. Oh you no, know, bro- no. Well, go ahead. My brother was on wheel of fortune. BJ was on there? Yeah. He won a trip to Aruba. Man, I see Sajak saying that, too. You've won a trip to... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. All right. Good times versus what's happening. Man, you were hitting some good ones. Man, I'm going to go with what's happening. I mean, I'm a good time. Actually, I want to go good times. That's a hard one. Hey, hey, hey. Wasn't yeah. that Dwayne? With, oh, that was, was that a... That was good. That was what's happening, right? Yeah, yeah. what's happening? Dynamite was Jimmy. It was why. <laughs> All right, let's see. The Thelma. Oh, you. If I, yeah. hey, if anybody out there has a Thelma, I'm single now. <laughs> right. <laughs> everybody has Thelma's number. Send it to Tracy Stone. Care of Tony on the mic. Favorite Michael Jackson song. Ooh. First thing that pops in your head. Man, there. Uh, I'm serious. It's like going like this right now. A thousand. Yeah. Of them. I don't want to say the obvious because I'm so old school on Mike. What with, was your what was your obvious? Were you gonna say rock with you? That was I my guess for you. I saw so many side performances of Billy Jean. Oh, okay. Uh, the MTV Awards. He did a yeah. Billy Jean. Oh. When they did that twenty when he moonwalked for the first time on stage at the Motown Awards to Billy Jean. Now that's what started Mount Hood Community College for me, was yeah. that one. Yeah. But he did an MTV Awards and he did a moonwalk, but then he started doing this popping and moonwalk stuff that you didn't see from Mike. Yeah. That one blew me away. But as far as for songs, oh, okay. I'm only going to go with performance right now. So that, that particular one, there's a million of them. I watch him weekly. I study the in and outs of every performer, but Michael Prince and all the greats from basketball, sports, football, you name it, politics, how they are on and off the court. So they used to say that about Dr. J. Dr. J, they were like, it wasn't how great he was, but it was off the court as well. So I've been a student of the game of that for life now. Favorite Prince song? Boys and girls. (laughs) 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 (laugh
it's like Michael, man. There are so many, and I know yeah. so many B, C sides. Yeah. That yes. Uh, Mine will probably be a B side or a C side, to be honest. Mine too. That's what I'm saying. 17 yeah. days, maybe. Oh, all right. All right. Love that one. Let's see. Favorite old school video game? Joust? No. Joust? <laughs> no, uh, well, you Pong and Joust. I didn't Favorite? play very much. Everybody had the Ataris. I didn't have any of them. Yeah, had we didn't have football. an Atari. We had the football. Oh, thing. yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, the arrow, the little dude with the thing that go yeah. up and down. <laughs> Favorite Girl Scout cookie? Mint. Like it. Favorite ice cream flavor? They got keto now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, keto ice cream. <laughs> I loved pralines and cream. I'd go to Baskin Robbins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I ate them all back then, but <laughs> but you know what? For you keto people out there, just change the ingredient. Instead of sugar, use monk fruit. You can have all your ice cream cookies. And as monk, far as monk food, fruit, M U N G, M U N K, like you're a monk, monk priest going okay. up to fourteen thousand steps. <laughs> yeah, monk uh, fruit, and then a keto. You can do um, almond and coconut flour versus regular flour. Yeah, we actually use almond flour. Eat, eat like a king. Sounds good. All right. You've committed a capital crime. You've been convicted and sentenced to death. You are in the chair. You have one movie you can watch, one meal to eat while you watch that movie, and then one song to put in your headphones as they play you off into the good night. What's your meal and your movie first? Man, you really set the tone for this one. I've got... A steak with some shrimp and a big milkshake of pralines and cream. <laughs> <laughs> pralines and cream with some steak and shrimp, a little surf and turf. All right. Yeah. And a movie? Man, I don't know if you've seen it, but this movie, I played for my kids and I, but it was a good, inspirational, more of a godly movie, but it was uh, called Facing the Giants. And I know you practice all these principles, but man, that just changed my life. Um, huh. I was already going that way. I'll check it out. That way, but it took it to another one. And it's more of like a high school football team. So okay. check it out. You tell me what you think one day. All right. No, I will. Facing, facing the Giants. Is it on anything? Is it on like Netflix, do you know? Or is it? It should be. It should be everywhere. Find it somewhere. Okay. And then, uh, all right. Time to put that song in your ear. Fade Man, up. I'm going out and I just got done with a podcast with my boy, Tony Lawrence. I'm going with boys and girls now, man. <laughs> my prince. I'm now, telling you, that's, that's exactly that's what a, I play now. That's a departure from your other one. Now, you suggested the Mac band. Oh, you know what? Because I'm right. I can't get Bob out of my head. I okay. can't get Tony. Tony's going to be in my head, y'all, for like the next two years. He's already in my head. But, man, this is like, wow. But you know what? The Mac band, love the roses are red. It's just kind of a feel-good, fun song but i mean i that energy it was back in the what, i think late 80s 90s okay and then love you to the limit to the limit that would be like my gift giving back as they're putting me away i'm probably wrong wrongfully accused probably. so <laughs> i'm telling you i'm still gonna love you like jesus on the cross man and be like they don't know what they've done lord but you know forgive them it's okay forgive them it's okay I'm, I'm loving my family, my friends, you know, and the world. You know, I hope you can, somebody out there is going to be waking up eventually. I'm like, gosh, I didn't know that's what he was saying. Or I get it now. Because guys right. like you, ladies and gentlemen, you don't know this guy. Nicest guy, biggest heart, such an achiever. If he told you he took some time off of music, he was still doing music, though, somewhere up here. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I went out and sang karaoke, and, and it was like, Oh, I like this. <laughs> and then and then I just messed around a little bit. And then somebody said, Hey, we got a band, we need a singer. And I'm like, oh, I'm not a I'm not a band type singer. Oh, come on over and try it out. Dude, I loved it. 15, 20 years later. All right, I was still singing and it was fantastic. So and here you are now. You're still doing it, aren't you? Um, well, no, we kind of broke up during COVID and had some uh, you know, band drama bands break up, but uh, the window's open. I'm gonna I'm gonna find something and you know, 
put some stuff together and see what happens. But it's not the Tony Lawrence interview. It's the Tracy Stone interview. And that is going to do it for Tony on the mic with today's special guest from Portland, Oregon, via Zoom, Tracy Stone. Say goodnight to the folks, Tracy. Good night, everybody. Good afternoon, morning. Love y'all. <laughs> Tony Lawrence, y'all. Tony Lawrence. All right. Piece of cake. All done. Nah, that was a ball, man. Tony in the Mesa. The Mesa. Outro. 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 And that's going to do it for another episode of Tony on the Mic. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. I want to thank my guests. I want to thank my sponsors. And you can find more info and episodes at TonyOnTheMic.com. Tony on the Mic on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. All these platforms are slowly becoming populated with quality entertainment products. So check it out. And tell your friends and click and like and subscribe and all that stuff. 